0: In the next hour, we want to put a smile on your face, elevate your endorphins, and bring you happiness. Welcome to Say Yes, Be Happy with Natalie Botros. We spend so much of our lives chasing happiness, it might just be where you least expect it to be. Natalie and her guests are going to show you how and where to find it. And now, your host, Natalie Botros. Hi, everyone. I'm Natalie Botros, your
1: host. Welcome to my podcast, Say Yes, Be Happy, where every week I talk with another guest about another aspect of our daily lives, and we find the silver lining, the positive, and the happy in it. This week, I said, let's talk about online dating, because I don't know if you know, but according to some research, 30% of the American adults have used a dating site or app, and 25.1 million people use online dating apps on their smartphones, that's crazy. (laughs) And I think like, I know that it's not a new thing, but online dating, it's like really the only way to go, especially during COVID times, we were all stuck home. So we couldn't really go at bars and meet people. And so I said, you know what, let me get someone who knows this business inside and out, and she can share all her knowledge about it. So let me talk to you a bit about my guests. She is the founder of A Little Nudge, a consulting company that helps people navigate the world of online dating from first click to first date. She is also the author of the book Love at First Sight and the co-host of the dating podcast So We Meet Online. She is responsible for many relationships, marriages, and the confidence some people simply need to get out there. Please meet my guest Erica Eden.
2: Hi Erica. Hi, thank you for having me. It's so excited that you're here. I'm sure like we're going to have a lot of questions about it. <laughs> I, can't, I can't wait. I am ready. <laughs>
1: you're ready. That's good. But before everyone like attacks with their questions, I have some questions for you. Okay. So I know that you studied economics at Cornell University and actually received your MBA from Georgetown. How did you end line on online dating and created a little nudge?
2: Yeah, I didn't take the most straight path. Um, so I... Yeah, like you said, I studied economics and business, so not dating. Um, but I was a really early adopter of online dating. So I started, this is embarrassing to say, I started in 2001. I can't believe that's 20 years ago. Um, nobody did online dating in 2001. I mean, a few people. <laughs> I did. Yeah. And I just thought, oh, this seems like fun. It seems like a cool new way to meet people. And so I did it on and off for a number of years. And then I sort of combined two things I loved online dating and spreadsheets <laughs> and I know, and I started initially, I started the spreadsheet so I wouldn't accidentally write to the same person twice. You're um, kidding me. But That's funny. No, I, I wish I were kidding, <laughs> but <laughs> I mean, I'm a, I'm a nerd. I just cover it up with, uh, you know, makeup. So, <laughs> so um, so I, I, I then realized I can start tracking things. I can track my response rate. So if uh, if I write to somebody, what's the probability he writes back to me? And then I can track my conversion rate. If he does write back, do we go on a date? And, you know, obviously you can't hold all else equal because we can't control people. Uh So, but I would make little tweaks and it would improve those rates. And then my friends started asking me for help, like write my profile. What are you doing that I'm not? Help me. So I started helping my friends just kind of on the side and I was really enjoying it. And I worked in finance and I was really not enjoying it. And so I, um, I took a leap. So in April, I guess, March or April of 2011, so 10 years ago, I quit my job in finance and started a business helping people with online dating. So taking all of the legwork out of it So that people can be more successful.
1: Yeah. So and and then like for 10 years, I know that you 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 made a lot of people happy. (laughs) Yeah. I like (laughs) the that's great. (laughs) So um, you know really the field. Like, are there like any, I know like there are like now like so many apps, like dating apps that you cannot even follow, but are there like some of them that you think they're really sincere and like for someone who wants to look for love or like they're like some for different fields like what is your opinion about that
2: i think any site can be used for any purpose you want so like i know certain sites have different reputations like i know tinder you know people call it a hookup site whatever you can use tinder for that or you can use it to find a relationship like if you go in with an intention you can find that um so I don't have, you know, overarching rules about which sites are better for relationships versus which are for more casual. Uh-huh. I just, in general, I mean, the best advice I can give is you get what you allow. So if you go on there and, and, and somebody just does want something physical and that's what you do, that's what you get. So yeah. um, so any site can be great or terrible. Um, sites go in phases in terms of their popularity, So I would say these days, especially for people, um, and this is an arbitrary cutoff, but under about 45, I've generally been recommending a lot of Hinge and a lot of Bumble. Those are the most popular these days, particularly in major cities. Mm -hmm. Um, But then I do have some of my older clients, and that is not saying 45 is old by any means, but I'm just making an arbitrary cutoff on Match.com. I have my over 50 clients, some of them on Silver Singles. So it really, um, there is no best or worst site. It really depends on one, what you're looking for, but two, how proactive you are. Because every site's going to be terrible if you post a, a bad profile and terrible pictures and don't do anything.
1: Of course, yeah.
2: No. So you have, like to, you be have to be
1: in it. You have to be really in yeah. it. Yeah,
2: I mean, I think sometimes people want to say they did it by by throwing up you know, something they know won't work just to say, oh, I tried it, it didn't work. But no, it can work for, I would say anyone if you put the time and energy into it. Yeah, I mean,
1: I I I used to like Bumble because on Bumble, woman makes the first step. So you kind of yep. have like that little power. It's not about it's a power control. though, exactly. And then, you know, because on the others, like you get all these messages, there is not enough clear. But let's say Bumble, let's take Bumble. I match with someone. What should be my first sentence?
2: <laughs> oh, great question. Um, so always, if the person has something in his or her profile that you um, that that you can ask about, and oh, just FYI. So yes, the woman has to write first. But if it's uh, a same-sex couple, anyone can write first. Just as a heads up. Okay. So, but you still know. get the twenty-four hours. One of you has to write within those twenty-four hours. Yeah. Anyway. Um, just ask a question about something in the profile. So for example, if I see in your profile that you have a radio show or a podcast, I'll probably ask like, Hey, what's the topic of your podcast? That's really cool. Do you have any other podcasts you recommend? That's a decent first message. Anything, anything is better than, Hey, hi, how are you? How's your day? How's your week? How's your weekend? What's up? Well, those, if it starts out that boring, it's not getting better. And so, and and I see people make this mistake all the time where they'll like the woman will will write a great first message and then the guy will maybe answer the question she asks. And then he'll be like, So, how's your day going? Oh, I just want him to, to piggyback off of that first question and make an actual conversation. So, the best thing I can advise for everyone in their profile. Is to put what I call message bait. So something that someone can ask a question about is bait, you know. Um, so they feel brilliant because they've asked a relevant question, but really you're real brilliant because you planted it there, right? And so if you do that, it's much easier for someone to write you a message that actually, you know, is has substance because you've given them the opportunity. If you have nothing in your profile, you can't expect to get a message that's worthwhile. Yeah. like, what are you, what are you going to say? Like, I like life too. You know? <laughs> yeah, no, but I mean, it's true that I understand
1: because I use mumble, but sometimes when you ask like a long question or something, you know, as first message, you're putting your heart out, you know, like you're trying to make the first thing, the effort, we, we, we just, and not say mm-hmm. hello or hi, or how are you? And then the other person says, one one answer, you know, like one, cent, one word. So how do you I react know. to that? Do you delete that person?
2: <laughs> I give them one more shot to engage. So ask another question. If they then just answer the question, is yeah, I mean, that person is either not interested or not taking the time to do online dating well. So yeah. I would either probably cut it at that point or, you know, I've had people say before, like, I can't tell if you're interested in, in getting to know each other. I've had, no. I've, I've suggested that I've done that for people and the person will either say, Oh, sorry, I'm at work. I'm really busy or, or yeah, I, I am interested or no, sorry. I was just answering your question. Whatever it is. Honesty is generally the best policy. Yeah. But if someone only gives you one word answers, that's not someone you want to engage with.
1: Of course. Yeah. It makes sense. And then also like I have some, some friends and some clients who tell me, you know, that's the other person, male or female, says, I I don't have time to be on Bumble. And and I'm like, or on this, you know, dating website. I want to say, well, why why are you? you Exactly. Why are you messaging me? I'm so busy. So get out of it.
2: Yeah, good for you. Go be busy. (laughs) Exactly.
1: No, it's true. It's true. But do you think um, there is a good success rate? I mean, like, are there a lot of couples long?
2: Well, let's talk about success because I see someone ask that in the chat too. Exactly, yeah. What is success? So as someone who helps people with online dating, I get that question all the time. What's your success rate? And I push back on the client or whoever's asking me that and say, what is success? Because there are certain things we can control and certain things we cannot control. From my perspective, I can help you write a great profile and I can help you with messages and I can get you to a first date. Online dating, the only goal of online dating is to get to the date. Once you're on the date, It doesn't matter whether you met online or not. So I can't speak to the longevity of couples who meet online. Of course. I can only speak to the success of getting to the date. And so don't think of it as anything other than a tool or a vehicle to get to meet someone in person. I don't, I honestly, I think there are probably some statistics out there. And I actually do think there are statistics about how couples that form from online dating either last longer or I don't want to misquote something, but because you do have relevant information ahead of time, you know, you know, if someone wants children, for example, or, you know, their religion, whereas if you meet at a bar, you don't know that stuff. But I wouldn't worry about that because all you have to think about is getting to that first date. Then it's the start of any other relationship online or otherwise, yeah, I like that.
1: I like yeah. that. But does it like make it, you know, like I was like really against online dating because for me, it was like a bit strange. When I meet someone, I, I need to feel the energy, you know, the vibes mm-hmm. of that person. And online, it's quite difficult. So well, it is. That's why
2: you have to get to a date sooner
1: rather than later. That's because like the other question. Difficult. Yeah. yeah. It is. How long do we have to, you know, like chit chat, like exchange messages before setting up a date? And then like maybe, and there are like some people who just like want to spend time chit chatting and then like, don't ask for the date.
2: Yeah. Uh, quickly, please get to the date quickly. So yeah. here are some pointers, especially as women. I know a lot of women don't want to do the asking. That's yeah. fine. Want to be pursued. All good. But assume the other person has no idea you want to be asked out. Because for every person who wants to be asked out quickly is another person who wants to chat for a month. I'm not, that's not advice I give. I would do it quickly. But assume the person at the other end has no idea what you want. And so there are a few little pointers you can do to get to the in-person date. Like, for example, if they ask you a question, you can say, you know, that's a really good question. I Much better answer in person. Or that's a great story for in person. Give hints. Or, (laughs) yeah, Or I'm really enjoying this conversation. Should we meet for a drink sometime to get to know each other? Um, So it's it's not an aggressive ask, but it's more I'm trying to guide you in the direction of going on a date because I don't want to chit chat forever. So let's say you match with someone on Bumble. I want you to set up that date within the week. That's not to say you have to meet the person within that same week, but at least get something on the calendar. Okay, yeah, that's
1: good. And so do you advise that we get just on one app or like on several? <laughs>
2: um, I generally recommend two because you get a wider breadth of people, but you don't drive yourself nuts. I mean, I've seen people with eight apps on their phone, and it's like, <laughs> how do you do anything well? It's a full time job <laughs> that's why I have a business. Um, <laughs> but you can't do anything well if you're doing that many, so two is manageable for most people. If you think you're going to be overwhelmed by two, then do one. I get a question all the time about, you know, it. who am I missing out on on other sites? Is there a site that gives me better quality? The answer is no. <laughs> you're going to get great quality, whatever that means to you, on any site. You're also going to get terrible quality, whatever yeah. that means to you, on every site. So, some of my clients, like, I'll suggest they go on Bumble and they'll be like, oh, I hear Hinge has better quality. No, no, it's probably a lot of the same people and the ones who aren't the same, like what is quality anyway that's so subjective? The same people are doing all the sites. So there isn't like a secret cache of quality people out there. It's just you have to search. And people I know people don't want to search. They want the easy thing, um, but it it takes digging. And I always promise my clients, you will go on bad dates of course we'll also go on good dates but you have to remember that it's a process and you have to go through a lot of the bad dates and remember those are mostly the good stories to get to the good ones sometimes exactly no it's true but um, it's true that
1: every app i think like war- talks more for every person for example some people maybe they will prefer the way it's like bumble is set up and some sure. others prefer hinge because on hinge i think you have questions right so like yeah, for them, so it's like easier for them like they can just answer to one, one question and then like start the conversation let's say so mm-hmm. it's it's better for them
2: absolutely it's just a matter of taste um also a little hint if you want to be asked out faster put something in your profile about something you like to drink whether that's a coffee, a tea, an old fashioned, uh, you know, dirty martini. If you put that in there, like still searching for the city's best martini, the person knows to ask you out for a martini makes it so much easier.
1: Uh, That's a good tip. (laughs) That's a great tip. It doesn't
2: have to be alcoholic. It could be whatever you want. The (laughs) best coffee. The best coffee, sure. That's, That's great. Pressed juice. I don't know. I like <laughs>
0: really like juice. I don't know why I
2: said that twice. But um but yeah, that really helps because it gives someone guidance. Um another hint uh and I know we're coming up on a break, but another hint is as the woman, if you want someone to um ask you out, you can say in the process of of asking, you can say, "Um I live in this neighborhood if that helps with planning."
1: That's great. You know yeah. what? We're going to take our first break. We're talking with Erica Aiden about online dating. And when we come back, I want to get more tips like that. Just stay tuned. We'll be right back.
0: Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America. Is something missing from your life, and you can't define what it is? Are you someone who seems to have it all, yet are missing the most important thing, to be happy? The Hungry for Happy online course may just be what you need now. Natalie Botros has created this course for you to find happiness, regardless of your body issues and or relationship status. Take the online questionnaire now to find out if this is a good match for you at the bond-vivantgirl.com and click happiness course. Whatever your budget, Natalie the happiness fairy has set up plans to help everyone find their happiness. Get a preview of the curriculum before you take the happiness plunge. Visit the bond-vivantgirl.com and click happiness course. In Natalie's own words,
1: What do you have to lose? Say yes. Be
0: happy. The Hungry for Happy online course is waiting for you now at the bond-vivantgirl.com. Streaming live. The leader in internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com You're listening to Say Yes, Be Happy. To reach our show today, we invite you to phone in to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to bvg at thebon-vivantgirl.com. Now, back to Say Yes, Be Happy.
1: Welcome back, everyone. I'm Natalie Botros, and I'm talking with Erica Eren about online dating. Just before the break, she was giving us some tips to get successful dates and to, to get asked for a date, basically, <laughs> for you ladies who always expect, especially I think, um, I don't think millennials have that problem, but people, ladies of my generation... <laughs> We, we kind of expect because we, we want to be courted. Let's be honest. I mean, right. like, even yep. if it's online, we want that. So, so she was giving us some tips, any other tips besides like putting on your profile, the drink that you like, I mean like alcoholic or non-alcoholic obviously. Right.
2: Um, yeah. I mean, just like I was saying before, in case, you know, anyone just tuned in, you can say, if, if you think someone's not asking you out in a timely fashion, you can say like, that's a great question, much better story in person. Or I'm really enjoying this conversation. Should we do it over a drink? Or, um, you know, I happen to be around later this week if you wanted to do this in person. Or I don't want to accidentally write the next great American novel trying to answer this. Maybe we should meet. i don't know, I'm making <laughs> things up now, but <laughs> yeah. but you know what I mean. There are little ways. And, yes. and if, if someone's smart, <laughs> they'll run with it.
1: Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about A little nudge. You created this company. It's like it helps people to to navigate smoothly on online dating. Let's say I'm your client and Mm -hmm. I came and how how does it work? Like how do you help me?
2: Okay. So um the way I see it, and you'll probably I think most people will probably agree, the two biggest obstacles of online dating are one, it's hard to write about yourself, and two, it's time consuming. Mm -hmm. So every Every service that I offer addresses one or both of those obstacles. So if you came to me, we would start with an hour-long Zoom call where I get to know you, get to know what you're looking for. We talk through which online dating site or sites might make the most sense. Um, Then I get to know you for for a solid hour. And then I actually write your profiles from scratch for whichever site or sites we decide on. Um, Everything written in the profile is you. It's just, since it's hard to you know, write about yourself objectively, I'll try to draw out what makes you, you. Um, Some clients just need that. They have writer's block, they have the time to do online dating, they just have a terrible profile, right? A lot need more than that. So um, the next sort of piece of what I do is the time saver aspect. So this may sound crazy to some people, but I actually manage people's online dating accounts. So what does that mean? I actually log into people's accounts and write on their behalf. Some people love that because they're not going to do it otherwise. They have no interest in it. They have no time to do it. And some people obviously want to have more, you know, more ownership of it. Um, So, you know, I discuss with my clients, like what I'll be doing. I do to keep the conversation short, obviously, like we talked about, because ultimately, I don't know if you're going to have chemistry until you meet in person. But the thing is, a lot of people want the outcome, but not to put in the legwork. Uh, and so I will put in the legwork for you. Um, I get, I guess, three main types of clients. Um, one is the like executive, really busy type. They're just not making any time for for online dating. Uh, another, maybe they've tried online dating before. It hasn't gone the way they've wanted. So they they hire me. And then the third, probably my biggest group is People who have been married before, often for a long time, online dating didn't exist the first time around, and they really need some, well, I guess, virtual hand-holding through the process because they just don't know how it works, and if they're going to do it, they want to do it right. And so, so, yeah, that's who I work with.
1: So, a few questions. Do you help with the selection of the pictures as well?
2: Oh, yes, that's really important. So, like, I mean,
1: what what are the tips about, like, you know, choosing the right picture? How many uh, pictures they have to put? Like, they have to put with sunglasses, without sunglasses. I always say, don't put something with a dead animal, you know? Like, they put, like, the fish. Like, like, don't do it, you know? Like, we don't care about that you want fishing.
2: We don't want to see your gym picture, either.
1: Um, Or half-naked, you you know, selfie in the bathroom.
2: Yeah, (laughs) agree. So, I have about a million pointers for the picture, so I'll try to narrow it down. (laughs) But... Um, in general, I recommend five pictures, no more, okay. no less. Hinge require-
1: you not know, four men and four movements, so the listeners can you know can uh, can kind of same. get it. Yeah, same. same. Okay, great.
2: Um, hinge requires six pictures. Fine, put a six picture on Hinge. But in general, I recommend five. One nice clear shot of your face. People are swiping rapid fire. If they can't see your face in that first picture, if you're too far back, if you're with people, which we're going to get to in a second, they will not swipe on you. Okay. No one has time to play Where's Waldo. No one is going to take the time to find you in that picture. Which one is he? Which one is she? (laughs) And then if they do, they probably think your friend is cuter. No offense. So please don't do that. Um, You can have other people who were in the picture and then crop them. Don't put emojis over their faces. I find that extremely corny, tacky. You can crop them. Leave an arm if you're worried that that people think you don't have friends. But honestly, men aren't thinking like that. Women think like that sometimes, but men aren't thinking, oh, wow, she's cute. She's hot. Can't tell if she's got any friends. Forget. No, they don't care. The baseline is that you have friends. Okay, so you have a nice clear shot of your face and then a full body. Okay, we're all visual people. There's no secret. Show your body, your current body. Okay. I would rather people go on fewer dates with with people who actually, you know, like what we look like than than only have headshots and and try to hide things about ourselves. Right. Um, Then a picture of you doing something interesting. What are ideas for that? Um, You just want a picture that can generate questions. So, for example, if you had a picture of yourself in front of a microphone, that would be a great picture because. Someone can ask, do you host a podcast? Do you host a radio show? Are you giving a TED talk? Whatever. Um, You know, if you play a sport, maybe you have a picture doing that. If you uh, traveled somewhere really particularly unique, you know, maybe you're jumping in front of a pyramid. I don't know. Um, Just something that might generate questions. And then for the other two, just things that are representative of you. If you have a pet, by all means, throw your pet into one picture. One. Okay, not every picture with the dog, because then it's like, does this person have time for anyone else in their life? If the dog is in every picture. Look, I love my dog, but one picture is plenty with the dog. Um, Other than that, just pictures that are representative of you. All anyone wants to see is who's going to show up on the date. Okay, so you don't have to overthink it. You just have to think, am I portraying the person who is going to walk into the bar, restaurant, coffee shop? If the answer is yes, you've done a good job.
1: Yeah. Oh, it makes sense. And then also don't lie about your age or about oh anything God. because it's no. going to come out. It's like, it's the gonna thing, come you know, like a lot of people say, yeah, I lied because like, otherwise I'm not going to get like the good the search, the that, that, that I want. Like, I'm like, like, but you're lying. If you lie, it's going to come out. And I prefer like an older person, like, let's say like that you're like two years older than what you say to know that, then know that you're a
2: liar. Basically. I completely agree with you. Oh, you asked me a question about sunglasses before. Um, no sunglasses. You could have them on in one picture if you want, but not your first picture. But I do like sunglasses on the head. I make everyone take a picture with sunglasses on their head because it makes everyone look casual. <laughs>
1: okay, that's cool.
2: Um, another,
1: And then like you were saying that you, you write their profile for them. If they don't like what you write, you, you got, you, you, you modify it. Back and forth. Yeah, of course.
2: And when you. Most people are pretty happy with it the first time around, but I certainly, you know, you can't please everyone. So of course, no, no, definitely. But for someone
1: who, who wants to do it by themselves, what are the tips? Like, do you say what you like and what you don't like, or you just talk about yourself Um, on the profile, you know, on the text of the profile?
2: Right. Never put what you don't like. Um, Anything negative does not look good. It does not reflect well on you. So if you're thinking, I don't want this, I don't want that, spin it into what you do want instead. So I would say like, regardless of how long the profile is, like four fifths of it, I don't know why I chose that fraction, but should be about you and the rest about what you're looking for. Because people are pretty generic in terms of saying what they're looking for, right? So I'd rather someone read about you and like something in there and so that way you're attracted. People always say, how do I write in such a way that attracts who I'm looking for? And I say, don't. Just write to be as accurate to yourself as possible because the reality of it is we don't know what the person you're looking for is looking for. So don't try to game it to be something. Just be yourself. I'd rather see all the weird stuff you know, about you. Like I love corny humor. I love puns and the color pink and my puppy. And if someone doesn't like dogs or corny humor, I'd rather know that now.
1: Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. So don't say, uh, I, I don't pay. I don't do this. I don't do, I don't put any picture. Don't be in this, you know?
2: Okay. And no, also, I see these profiles all the time that are like, don't waste my time. I, you exactly. know, something, something need not apply. I don't care if you won the Nobel prize. I would not swipe right on you because you're kind of mean. Oh, basically no
1: you're right and and you said that for some of your clients you you kind of like reply for them does it take it out like the whole magic of meeting someone <laughs> or no actually
2: they like it because they don't have to go through that rigmarole and they go into the date a lot fresher um, I mean I show them obviously what I've written course,
1: so yeah how do you like check on them like every night you send them okay these are the people with whom you talk or like anyway they have access they can check what you answered
2: um some clients like to have access and they can check whenever they want. Some have no interest in ever seeing it ever. So I just take, take screenshots and send it to them. They're always prepared for the date. Like I said, the conversation is really short. My goal is to just get them on a date. Um, I actually think dates go better sometimes because there are no expectations. So you know how sometimes people get really invested in someone just based on their online banter. I actually don't want that because then, you know, you're, you might be disappointed. I'd rather people go in kind of cold and then just see how it goes. No,
1: no, that's, that's, that's a good tip, I think. And so your clients, like you have more, uh, what is the demographic? You have more women, more men, more. I
2: have more, I'm looking at my list. I have more women than men by a long shot. I think I have about 80% women. Okay. 20% men. Um, I thought, you know, it used to skew much older. Like, it, I use, women in their 60s used to be my biggest demographic. Looking at my list the other day, I realized that actually women in their 30s are now my biggest demographic. Um, you know, I've worked with everyone age 22 to, I think, 86. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and,
1: That's great. 86.
2: You know, That's amazing. 86. He's in love. Okay. I, I can't even, I'm so happy. He's like very much in love. Um, so yeah, yeah. I mean, anyone, any location, any sexual orientation, you know, whatever, as long as you're not crazy, I'll work with you. Yeah. <laughs> when it's crazy. crazy.
1: We're all a well, little crazy.
2: <laughs> uh, we are all a little crazy, but, um, you know i think you understand that i think anyone in a service business understands like i'm selling my time yeah and so if you don't respect my time of course that's definitely. that's a problem so if i get that sense um at the beginning that's not someone i'd want to work with but in general you know all age groups you know everything
1: yeah so we set up the profile we start chatting we don't like after a week we set up a date any advice on location of the date Or
2: like who makes the first move, the man or the woman, or like, you know, all that. In opposite sex couples, I do recommend that the guy pick a location more convenient to the woman. It shows chivalry. It shows respect. I find it to be extremely selfish when he picks a location near him with no regard for where she's coming from. Okay, that's number one. Look, I'm all about equality, but I'm also all about chivalry. Okay, Mm -hmm. I can do everything. I can open a door. Yeah. Do I like having a door open for me? Yeah. So so there you go. Uh, can I afford all of my dinners? Yes. Do I like when someone treats me? Yes. So I still do recommend all of that chivalry and everything. Um, and then whatever. I, I just don't recommend dinner. Um, you know, do a drink, do a coffee, do a walk, do a, you know, something like that um, where you can stay longer if you want to. But it's not like you have to sit around waiting for a check if the date doesn't go well. But other than that, just whatever something where you can hear each other preferably yeah.
1: so who pays the first
2: date <laughs> the
1: well, male? i mean shivari i'm old school so i expect yeah. to be invited but
2: I, you have a lot of younger I,
1: people too so
2: i advise my male clients to pay and i advise my female clients to make the offer um yeah. if they take you up on the offer that's on you you have offered make a genuine offer i always recommend oh would you like me to contribute Because it kind of assumes he's paying, but it's still kind. One of men's biggest frustrations is that they don't feel appreciated. And so it is not expected that anyone should pay. And so you have to make sure to give a hearty, genuine, sincere thank you. Um, Sometimes I'll get the question from women, well, if I know I don't want to see this person again, should I let him pay? I say yes. Because the date should not be contingent on how it goes. I don't think payment should be contingent on how it goes. Do you know what you owe him if he pays? Nothing except a nice, genuine thank you.
1: Yes, it it makes sense. So basically, it's like you propose, but you you kind of say, like, I like the word. Like, would you like me to contribute? It means that you're paying, but I can contribute.
2: Right. I mean, there are some cases. Yeah, tell me. Sorry. I was just going to say, similar to before where I said, like for every one person who wants to be asked out sooner, there's someone else who doesn't. Similar to that, for every woman who loves to be treated, there is a woman who is like, I am woman, hear me roar, do not pay for me. And so men are very confused. And so I would give the benefit of the doubt. I wouldn't assume he's cheap. If he doesn't pay, you may not like it, but he may have been trained from the last person. Um, I always give the example of Um, I dated someone fairly seriously uh, a few years ago. And he asked me outright, do you enjoy, and then he he listed a few things. Do you enjoy when I open car doors for you? I said, yes, of course. Do you enjoy when I open the door of the restaurant? Yes. Do you like when I pay? Yes. I said, who wouldn't? And he said, my ex-girlfriend wouldn't. And he told me that, you know, I, I don't know like where she grew up, but her culture was very misogynistic. And so... That's how she grew up. And now she wants to show her independence and that she can do everything. And she didn't like anything done for her. And so I actually really respected that he asked me outright because people don't know what you want.
1: Yeah, no, it's true. I think communication, like everything, it's, it's great. And then like, don't just like bash him because he's not proposing to pay. We're about to take our second break. <laughs> Facebook, we're still with you. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. We'll. I'm. I'm Natalie Botros, your host, and I'm talking with Erica Eden about tips on online dating, and we'll be back shortly. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows,
2: and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN.
0: Is something missing from your life and you can't define what it is? Are you someone who seems to have it all yet are missing the most important thing to be happy? The Hungry for Happy online course may just be what you need now. Natalie Botros has created this course for you to find happiness, regardless of your body issues and or relationship status. Take the online questionnaire now to find out if this is a good match for you at the bond-vivantgirl.com and click happiness course. Whatever your budget, Natalie, the Happiness Fairy has set up plans to help everyone find their happiness. Get a preview of the curriculum before you take the Happiness Plunge. Visit the bond-vivantgirl.com and click Happiness Course. In Natalie's own words,
1: what do you have to lose? Say yes. Be happy.
0: The Hungry for Happy online course is waiting for you now at the bond-vivantgirl.com. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. You're listening to Say Yes, Be Happy. To reach our show today, we invite you to phone in to 1 866 472 5788. That's 1-866-472-5788 or send an email to bvg at the dot vivantgirlcom Now, back to Say Yes, Be Happy.
1: Welcome back, everyone. I'm Natalie Botros, your host, and I'm talking with Erica Aiden about online dating. <laughs> we, yes, we are. We, we are like covering all the little tips And stuff to do or not to do. And just before the break, we talked about who should pay the 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 bill. And now we're gonna talk about. I have another question. It's how many people you should when you're online dating because like you don't know Mm -hmm. if it's gonna work. How many people you should date at the same time during the online dating? You know what I mean? It's
2: as many as you want. As as many as you're comfortable with. Um, But. I wouldn't be dating those people just in case someone doesn't work. Date people who you like. Um, I wouldn't leave people sort of, you know, if you're dating someone you really like, it's okay to focus on them for a little bit. You don't have to sort of cushion the blow by having, you know, other people waiting in the wings. There are always going to be interesting people out there. So date however many you want while you're still sane. Like if dating more than one person makes you go nuts, you know, think about that. But it's assumed if you're online dating that you're dating multiple people until you actually have that exclusivity talk with somebody.
1: Yeah. So what do you advise your clients like to see like in a week, like one person a week or like, like if they want, they can go on several dates during that week.
2: Different people have different capacities and schedules. So like, you know, I do work with a lot of people with children. So, you know, obviously that limits their schedule quite a bit. So. Maybe they're meeting one person a week, maybe one every other week. I do have other clients who want to go on a date as often as humanly possible. I mean, I've had clients, I have one girl on, a, on three dates on a Sunday. So, <laughs> that's you know, supportive. what is exhausting for yeah. one person is exciting and efficient for another. So yeah. really, I mean, you know yourself best. Yeah, no, that's for sure.
1: So um, we go on that date, things mm-hmm. look, seems good. How do you get a second date? <laughs> Someone else the other sides. person. And exactly. Go. I mean, like, let's say the, the the man or the boy is expecting and the other one is not asking. Everybody's waiting for the other one. So how does it work? I mean, you have most of your clients are women. Do you advise them to reach out even if
2: the, the man doesn't reach out? Sure. You can always send a thank you text, especially if they paid. You know, hey, thanks again for a great time last night. If he needs a little encouragement, okay, that'll give him the encouragement he needs. But beyond that, you know, someone's got to ask. Um, I know it's this game of chicken, like, who's going to ask first? I mean, people are pretty simple. If they want to see you again, they'll ask you too. If they don't, they won't. Um, the caveat to that is some men fearing rejection don't ask if they think you're going to say no. And so if that might be the case, that's why I recommend go ahead and send that thank you text to sort of give the encouragement somebody needs. Mm -hmm. Um, Do most women want the guy to ask them out on the second date? Yes, 100 percent, regardless of their age.
1: Okay, so that's a good tip to know. (laughs) So male listeners, ask for a second
2: date unless like you really did. All women want is is confidence. All men want is confidence too. Just, just be confident. Say something stupid if you want, but say it confidently. Yeah, that's a good thing. I so, once called someone. I once called someone the wrong name, but like I did it so aggressively. I was like, "Hey, John," and he's like, "My name's Rob." But I appreciated the authority.
1: <laughs> that's cute.
2: <laughs> yeah, why not?
1: So we 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 get the second date. How long shall we wait before deleting the app? Should we always keep the app? Like what's like the right thing to do?
2: (laughs) Um, There is no right thing to do. That you have to decide with the two people. So assume the other person still has the app. If you have not discussed your relationship status, exclusivity, and you have to be very explicit about that. So when you're having that defining the relationship conversation, whenever that is, be explicit about what that means. Does that mean we delete our apps? Does that mean we I don't know, we are exclusive? Does that mean because there's always a, there's always like a loophole and what you don't want is someone saying, well, like, yeah, I know I agreed to be exclusive, but you didn't say we had to delete the apps. You know, so so be very clear about that. Also, just a side note, deleting the app from your phone does not delete you from the app. You have to actually delete your account. A lot of people think I'll get it off of my phone. I'm not on it anymore. You're still on it.
1: Oh, okay. (laughs) Good to know. (laughs) Because, and then like she, his friends or her friends can say, by the way, I saw your partner. I've seen
2: seen friends, husbands and wives on there before. And it's like, I don't think they're cheating. I think they actually don't know. At least I I hope.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So the question is like, we, we, we talk mostly online dating on apps is there a big difference between apps and online I mean, dating websites?
2: Yeah. So we can call the websites like the first ones that came out. So like, for example, one of the first ones was match.com that came out in the mid nineties, believe it or not, it's been out for over 25 years. Um, okay. Cupid came out in 2003. Um, J date. One of the niche dating sites came out in 1997. Um, eHarmony was somewhere around when match was. And so those have been around longer and the format, of them while they've somewhat conformed to the acts um lend themselves to learning a bit more about the person i like that i like that on match.com you can write a longer paragraph about yourself i like that on okcupid you have i think nine or ten questions that you can answer in in, in paragraph form i'm not saying write a novel don't because no one has time to read that but you can get to know someone a little better whereas on bumble or hinge there are some very short answer questions. Hinge has three questions and they limit the responses to 150 characters a piece, which is not very long. It's about a line and a half of text in 12-point font. Yeah. Um, not that I know that, but I do. Yeah. So, um, So you get to learn a little bit more about someone and you can see how much effort they've put in. So I do still like some of those, whatever you want to call them, websites or more traditional sites. Each one has its own app that you can use too i actually like logging in on the computer better i think uh, the formatting is a little nicer and um i don't know i write better when i'm typing in a computer than i do on my phone Uh, less typo (laughs) yeah fewer typos
1: and i'm faster exactly okay and like in all of those apps is there like are there any keywords that we should use because i know that some people like work on the Algorithms and then, like, if you you, you use certain keywords, they no. will match you. You know, like they will bring. Don't you- try to game
2: it. No, just be yourself. Don't okay. don't don't try to game it. Don't like. I mean, people make fun, people make fun of being basic, but like, if you like tacos and brunch, you like tacos and brunch. You're fine. Yeah, I know. There's like this definition of basic, which is so embarrassing that I'm even saying it, but it's like. Tacos, brunch, avocado toast, whatever. It's like um, generic. <laughs> yeah, but but if that's your thing, go for it. Just like, don't try to to overthink too much what people are going to think of your profile. Like, I get questions all the time. Like, how is someone going to read that? I don't know how someone's going to read it. One person will read it one way and one person will read it another way. Just be true to yourself.
1: I think the right person will, will read it the right way anyway. So. Correct. <laughs> it's true. And so you have like all this database. Did you match make your clients?
2: <laughs> um, I don't match clients together. If two clients seem like a good fit, I'll just do it to be nice. Um, no. But that's not, a, I don't, I don't like matchmaking as much as I like helping people <laughs> with online dating. It's just. It's a totally different business or skill. And I just I don't like it as much.
1: No, but I mean like because like you get you learn so much about that person and then like, you're like, No, oh. I know.
2: I mean I do or sometimes. He is
1: like, yeah,
2: yeah, I, I do sometimes match clients and I tell them, like, I don't know if you're gonna be a match, but go for it. Sometimes yeah. they are, sometimes they're not. Oh. That's that's fun. Yeah.
1: <laughs> if but it works. It
2: fun. Yeah, of course.
1: Yeah, no, it is it it is it is really It's crazy. You know, like I know that people from all generation, all generation, I mean, like from the old days, let's say I'm, I'm I'm counting myself in it too. At the beginning, it's like, no, at the beginning, it's hard to get online, but once you're on it, it's like, actually you can really enjoy and have fun with it. It's just like, you have to get rid of that, like stigma that you have in your mind. I mean, like, well, that, yeah,
2: you have to get rid of the stigma, but you also have to try as hard as it is to take the pressure off of yourself. Like, You know, when people go into every date thinking, could this be the one, they get themselves in a lot of trouble and they're always disappointed. Whereas if you go into each date thinking, oh, am I going to have a nice conversation with a new person? You've now taken the pressure off of yourself because, one, you shouldn't know if someone's going to be the one, if there is such a thing as the one after a first date. Like, you can't decide that and you can't hold everyone to that standard. So I always say, I call it dating NATO, not attached to outcome because sometimes people are so attached to the outcome of what they want, whether that's a marriage or long-term relationship that they go on each date sort of with that outcome in mind and sort of backfilling the person. Could this person be that outcome versus instead just learning about the person from point a and seeing where it goes. Maybe they'll become a friend. Maybe they'll become a physical partner. Maybe it will be someone you date seriously, but when you're open to different outcomes, Dating is more fun.
1: No. Um, I have, like, talking about physical, you know, I have, like, a friend who who was telling me I just need someone, like, a fun buddy. So does, she, does he need to write it down openly? Because like, if he write it down, it can, like, come out a bit harsh, too. So what is, like, the smart way to, to put it out there?
2: <laughs> without- there are enough people on there who say that's what they're looking for that you could search by that. Um, On Bumble, you can, there's one of the check boxes asking what you're looking for. And one is something casual. I don't know where, I don't know when fun became synonymous with sex. I think that's so silly. I think dating should be fun. Like when people say, are you just looking for fun? I mean, sex with the wrong person sounds not fun to me. But um, that said, she can write it if she wants. But there are enough people out there who advertise that they're not looking for something serious. That I think she'll find plenty of opportunity. Yeah, <laughs> that's for sure. And um,
1: about not, you know, like spotting the, the 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 fake profiles, scammers, or like, you know, is there any mm-hmm. tip that
2: you can give?
1: To yeah, our if there's only
2: one picture. Uh, just that's a red flag. If you can't see the person's face, obviously that's a red flag. Um, if the person won't meet, that's a red flag. After how long, um, if the person won't meet, is if they will we- never meet. Ah, okay. Um, or if they refuse to video chat, like, let's say you live far away, have a video chat. Um, if they don't do that, it's 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 cause for concern. So I mean, go with your gut. But generally, just try to meet the person sooner, so you know who you're talking to. Okay, great,
1: great. That's a lot of tips. If people wants to reach out, how they can reach you? How
2: they can find you? Um, you can find me online, uh, a little nudge and Instagram. Just everything is at a little nudge. So just just look me up. And yeah, you will find me. My phone number, my email. Go nuts. <laughs> That's great. Go nuts.
1: Yeah. So Erica, thank you so much for coming. Um, I ask my last question to all my guests. What makes you happy today?
2: Oh well, um, I'm happy most days. I'm a happy person. Okay. And so, what makes me happy today? Oh, I love this question. Um, <laughs> you have to be fast. We're out of time. So, okay. <laughs> tell Okay, <Well, me. laughs> seeing see you and petting my dog, and um, I have some dinner plans tonight that I'm looking forward to, and my new shirt. We love that. We love that. <laughs>
1: Thank you so much for joining me and bringing your energy and all those tips. And my listeners, I I see and hear, I mean, you'll hear me next week on my podcast, and Please don't forget to rate my Apple podcast and then show me some love, like write comments. Until next week, I wish you a fantastic week. And if you need to contact Erica, you have all the information on any page that this podcast is out. I say bye for now and have a fantastic week. Bye. Bye.
0: Thank you for listening to Say Yes, Be Happy. Please join Natalie Botros for another show next Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and Noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Listen to this program again or any of our past episodes on demand and on your favorite podcast platform. Until next time, keep saying yes and find your happiness.